Hey, Lockie. Hey, Matt. What's better than this podcast? Uh, beer. Do you know where you can get both this podcast and beer? Where? The Bella Vista Hotel. So shout out to the Hills Podcasting Studio where you can get beer, pizza, this podcast, all the things you love. Shout out. Shout out. As always, we are brought to you by The Cover. You can find them at thecover.com.au or thecover.au on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and just wherever you find good podcasts. He hits it, he's got it! He's got the field goal! He's got the premiership! It was better than layout! What can I say? Mamba out! And we are back. Welcome back to the fifth and dribble podcast. And no, you are not broken. This is a matless intro. This is very strange for you. It's very strange for me. Let's be strange together. And speaking of together, I am joined tonight by our always special guest, the Sherpa. How you doing, Sherps? Good, mate. Uh, you could have said always strange as well over here on this <laughs> side of the room. Mate, sometimes you don't have to say the obvious, mate. <laughs> i got to admit, that was a bit of a weird experience for me, listening in and hearing the we are back from someone else. Very unusual. Very unusual. It kind of felt like using your left hand. Someone, that's what it's gonna hurt, Maddie. I know to listen to this, it's gonna sound someone else doing his thing, but you know, here I am. Last time he was sick, um, it was a solo episode, but I'm joined joined by you tonight. Very lucky. Well, I don't know about lucky. You've got, you, <laughs> we were here for the NBA show, and you've got the probably well, you've got someone who doesn't know anything about NBA. Yeah, that is true. And look, we decided to pivot a little bit. We'll still be doing the Sherpa homework, and we'll be doing the uh, a few top five things around the league. Um, or top five approximately. Um, but yeah, I think we might start with weekends as we do, mate. How was your weekend? My weekend well, was actually pretty good. Uh, we I was on a boat cruise on Saturday to celebrate Owen, friend of the show, Owen's uh, birthday mm-hmm. and his end of, um, uh, whatever it was, end of study. They call that a graduation. Nah, he's not graduated yet. He, he, he's doing the same thing as Matt, right? So he just finished his placement or whatever it was. So it was like okay. he's just finished all of his placements and whatnot. So we went out on a big boat cruise, and I've never done one of these things before. Oh, they're fun! Yeah, it was all right. It was all right. It wasn't bad. There was um, there was a group of old men hanging out at the back of the boat selling drugs. It was quite obvious that that's what they were doing. <laughs> um, Did and, you buy any? No, 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 no drugs for me. I'm a good boy. A good boy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was good. We went up there. The music was shot. Was it? It was horrendous. So wait, so this wasn't like a private one that, or like, was hired by you guys. This was. No, 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 no. It was, okay. a, it was like a, uh, it was just, a, it was like a, a boat cruise. Like it was, you know, massive party. There's actually a fair, fair chunk of people out there. Like it was, I reckon there would have been easily 200 people on this uh, boat. No, I've only done the ones where you and a group of like hire it for someone's birthday, like go out there and do it. Kind of like what we did friend of the show, Tim's Bucks. Yeah, I was in there. Oh, you weren't there. No, I wasn't there. No, he, I did get the email. Oh, I, I know you did. I, I, was, I was pretty secure that. I was like, I don't remember if he was there, but I'm pretty sure he would have got the invite. <laughs> I did so. get the invite. I was I was awake, awake, away for work or something. But no, no, it was a proper big party. It was like okay. it was like a it was a boat party, but the music was shite. And we were there with a bunch of 21-year-olds as well, because Owen has no friends and only hangs out with his 21-year-old cousins. Um, but these 21-year-olds didn't like the music either. Now, that says something, doesn't it? It does. What type of music were they playing? It was just 
I couldn't tell you because it was just douche, douche, douche the whole time. You couldn't hear any lyrics. You couldn't hear anything. Well, that's when you insert the guy selling drugs in the back of the, <laughs> the, back <laughs> exactly. of the boat. I think this is them working hand in hand in this together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. So we, we had a good night though. It was good. Wrapped up and... Um, a friend of the show, Owen, did not make it very far into the boat before um, having to be led down to the bathrooms and didn't even make it into a cubicle because they were all full probably of people who bought the drugs from the guys at the back of the boat. Um, but he ended up puking in his hand, which he then threw into the urinal and then followed this up by standing over the urinal and puking in the urinal. So that was a great experience. Look. A urinal spear. We've all been there. I'm not going to judge a man. It's happened. Uh, I have once seen friend of the show, Big Dick, violently vomit into a urinal so bad that it broke. No. Yes. What? Yes. More context. Come on. There has to be more to that. I believe this was at friend of the show, Timmy's 21st years and years ago. I believe you would have been there. Probably. I probably would have been. Probably. And this man, so drunk. Big Dick, he violently vomited into this urinal until it was completely clogged and broken and <laughs> overflowing at the seams and walked out like nothing had happened. Oh, my God. Yep, that man is an animal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, at least he didn't break it with his, his big dick. His, yeah, so. <laughs> with Thor's hammer. <laughs> yeah, and then Sunday, so Sunday, uh, we the missus and I spent mm-hmm. a little bit of time... Um, putting up our Christmas tree, which I know is ridiculously early. Do not get me started, but I'm not going to be here for any of December. So we had to put the tree up. I spent the day wrapping all the presents. We got all the admin shit done. And you know what we did whilst we did it? We had music on and the Christmas music on in the background and we watched our wedding video all over again, which was lovely. That sounds estrogen filled. <laughs> no, that, that, sounds, no, that actually sounds nice. And I actually wasn't going to give you a crack at uh, setting it up early. I think last week in November, you're good to go. And you clo- you're, you're getting close to it. I would have given you the round out because obviously you are away. You're coming away with us next weekend to Port Macquarie. And then you are gone until the new year, right? No, nah, back just before Christmas. Back just before Christmas. So, All right. But yeah, so it wouldn't be too tight if I'm putting up the Christmas tree like the two days before yeah, Christmas. It's not, at, at that point, you count your losses, I think, yeah, exactly. you just ride it off. Yeah, yeah. What about you, my man? I heard it was um, Big Druzy's wedding, wasn't it? It was Big Druzy's wedding. You would know him of beating the Sherpa fame, um, absolutely decimating the Sherpa, leaving him for dust. I do remember that. Um, so also, we, my only other Chicago Bulls friend. Yes, your only other Chicago Bulls friend. So it was Big Druzy's wedding. For those not in the know, that is Matt's younger but not smaller brother. We, um, we jumped in the car, went out to Bathurst, and went to the wedding. It was a gorgeous time. It was great seeing family and friends and and all of that. We had a great time doing it. The weather gods held out, thankfully. But there was one casualty. Matt got the vid, didn't he? He did. That's why he's not here today. Mm. And we're running solo. We are running solo. Unaccompanied minors, if you will. <laughs> uh, don't, 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 don't talk about minors around me. <laughs> Holy shit. All right, I am going to leave that. Um, yeah, hold, that got me rattled for a second. Um, Quite clearly a joke, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so Matt got the vid. It was a great weekend, though. Um, we even got up. We kind of got home late from the wedding, slept for like an hour, and got up for the World Cup final, and then went back to bed for like two hours. So Sunday was... A tough ride. Right off. It, I got a genuine question. Should I be concerned right now? How come you don't have the vid? Because I don't have the vid, bro. 
We're damn close around one microphone right now. I'm pretty concerned. <laughs> you think you think I might have the vid? Oh, I don't know. You haven't sniveled yet, but I'm yeah, just how, how, hang on. I've been to weddings with you guys before, and normally there's a little bit of um, nah, nothing. Homosexual action <laughs> that goes on at these weddings. Well, I will say, no one else that stayed in the house or went with us has tested positive. Okay, so yeah. that's fine. Okay, you should be all right. We'll see. Maybe you get tested. Fingers after. crossed. Yeah, Maybe, yeah, yeah. I might I'm not f- make it to the UK. I I'm, might be staying here. You don't have to test anymore. Really? Not to get the UK fucking they rip, rip, rip and tear when it yeah, was full yeah, straight. They true. were come. They were advertising tourist holidays in the middle <laughs> of the fucking pandemic. Please come over and see Milton Keynes, please. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway, yeah. So he got the vid. It was a great time. And then on a Sunday, coming back in from the homestead out in Bathurst, ended up at my older brother's birthday at home at Dadsy's up in the mountains. About fifty family there. Fuck! What a punish hungover. It was fantastic seeing everyone. Had a great time. They all murdered a couple of cases of beer. It was a great time, but... Did you? Did you get back on it? Nah, I was driving. If I wasn't driving, I would have been all over it. But I uh, yeah, had a couple, drove back home, and had a nice little early Sunday. I was cooked, mate. <laughs> but speaking of cooked, your dear hostess with the mostess, Maddie B, has given us a little bit of a recording. He sent one in. He said he wanted to talk to the fans. He said people will miss him. They'll worry about him. I don't know about that. We haven't listened to this one yet. so um, I'm pretty excited. I want yeah. to hear his insight. I know. I know. I know. We've been talking about it all day. Hear so about we're, the weekend from his perspective. So we're, so we're going to put the weekend. We're going to put Matty B's weekend on because we didn't ask about it. He just sent this and told us to put it in. So you know what? We'll do what we do. Um, so we're going to chuck him in now. Hear from, hear from Matt. Uh, yes, hello. Uh, is it really a wedding if someone doesn't get COVID from it? Uh, population two right now. Matty B calling in with COVID sitting here next to the Miss Ella. Hi. We are in the homestead. We are uh, Bathurst bound, as you guys will know. Uh, Lockie and the Sherpa will touch on it, I'm sure. But yeah, we're here. We're just... Uh, Doing the damn thing. It's pretty boring, to be honest. Pretty boring. Just a lot of uh, bed rest and isolation. And, I mean, you guys know how it goes. Yeah, lots of sadness. Lots of sadness. But, hey, I'm looking forward to listening to the podcast, boys. Uh, Tuesday show, always a good one. Looking forward to hearing Sherpa's homework about NBA expansion. Sorry if I've just given that away, but, you know, it is what it is. Don't know when you're going to put this in the podcast, but I'll hear it when I hear it. Uh, Take it easy. Don't miss me too much. I thought that was going to be more insightful, Sherpa. How about yourself? <laughs> Mate, he gave us nothing. What was that? <laughs> oh, oh, hi, Ella. Like, oh my gosh. We, lo- we love you, Maddie. We hope you're feeling better. Um, but yeah, cool. We're good. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you carried us on the basketball this week because, you know. Yeah. Oh. I mean, yeah, we thought we were going to have a little bit of Sherpa's homework included in there, which I know it was, but didn't go into too much detail. But, mate, I think we're going to get straight into your homework. What do you think? Do Let's you do it. Tell the people what it is. Are you smarter than a Giannis? LeBron James? Stephen Curry? I'd do anything for an A. Uh, 
what was it again? <laughs> no, so, actually, this week, I kind of brought the homework to the show myself a little bit. So, I was listening to your Thursday show last week, and... Um, we, and I noticed you were talking about the expansion or the potential expansion of a couple of the teams in the um, in the NBA at the moment, right? And uh, I've, it's something I've always found fascinating with the NBA and American sports in general. It's just something I'm not across. If 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 Manchester United turned around and said, "Hey, we're selling and we're now going to become Ipswich United too," yeah, <laughs> like it would just it, you'd have the biggest uproar in the world, and it's always blown my mind in American sport that franchises can just up and pick up themselves and leave, and just do you know relocate and and rename and do whatever, and it, that that's it. That's it. The same team, but not the same team. Well, it's funny because you have people be like, I've been a lifelong fan. It's like, yeah, well, the team hasn't been around in your entire life. So I don't know how that one works. I was having this chat with someone the other day, actually. So interestingly, the so obviously Sydney Swans used to work for them. Um, and they were originally South Melbourne, right? South Melbourne Swans. And when they relocated, it was because of financial pressures and whatnot mm-hmm. and, and et cetera, et cetera. But they have kept their heritage. They keep South Melbourne on the back of the shirt they, you know, they, they every induction... They're still the club, called the Bloods, even yeah. though they have nothing to do with that. Any, right. Yeah. So that's the thing I find the most fascinating. If you have to move because of financial things or whatever else, then surely you keep mm. that heritage. But I never, at least, I mean, obviously not as engrossing it in you guys, but I never hear about the history of these teams. And that was why I really wanted to do a deep dive into it. Yeah, so, some just quickly touching on the heritage thing. Sometimes it's done on purpose where a team might move and they go, I just want to piss off everything that came before us. We are the new one. If a new owner or a new opportunity comes up, that's when they kind of do that. Whereas South Melbourne did it to stay alive. Yes. I mean, I think that's yeah. probably one of the only ones in Australian sporting history that's kind of... Well, you've got... There's another... There's another. There's the Brisbane Lions, right? Which was Fitzroy. Yeah, merger. You're right. Yeah. There's a bunch, well, there's a bunch of mergers in but, the NRL. But, but yeah, in, yeah, but I, I think that's done the best. It's done classy in a way. In its, it's its own entity, but it also holds that heritage. Whereas Brisbane... Yeah. A lot of people kind of don't, they, they still know Fitzroy and they know they know the mm. merger, but they still kind of think of it as just Brisbane. And some of the mergers in the NRL, like you got to remember, kids growing up now, they don't know who the fuck Illawarra Steelers are. No. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, these guys yeah. don't know, the North Sydney Bears are just like... Well, they're a feeder a mi- team. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's how they know them. But yeah. I think South Melbourne's done well to keep that going. But I yeah. will, uh, I'll let you push on. All right, let's dig into it. Now, I don't know how sophisticated or in-depth this one's going to be. This was more me indulging myself, as I said. So, um, the NBA itself started in 1946, and it started as a result of um, the Boston Gardens owner, Walter Brown, when he realized that the ice hockey stadiums, they were basically empty for the majority of the nights of the year. So, he was like, oh, well, why don't we have some basketball games here, right? Now... The um, that was that was what started the Basketball Association of America, and it actually acted under that banner for a couple of years. Um, and initially, they had eleven teams in the first season, but they then um, lost four of them in their second season. So obviously, it went really well. It sounds like the BBL. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, but so there was this other um, other competition running co- co- corresponding side by side, the NBL. Um, and they, at the end of their, in 1948, they managed to entice four of those teams across. And then in 1949, they merged completely. So that formed what we know as the NBA today. And there were 17, 17 teams in total. That seems like a lot for back then, even. 
Yeah, yeah, I've got a list of them all, but I don't know if it's worth going through them all because there's not really many that I recognize. In fact, I'm going to show you, Locke, and you tell me how many of these you recognize as people who may have actually survived till today. Uh, Denver Nuggets, surprising, is a big one. I've got a story about that one. Do you want me to go down that story now? No, I'll quickly touch on the, the New York Knicks being there. The Celtics are, of course, there. Baltimore, as well. They turn into Washington, I think, eventually. And the Philadelphia Warriors, which yeah. is the state. Um, I know that Fort Wayne Pistons become the Detroit Pistons. Correct. And the Royals become the Kings. Yeah. And the Lakers mean, stay the Lakers. There's a few actual OG teams. Obviously not the Los Angeles Lakers. And obviously not their Minneapolis Lakers. Can I just say, what a dope name. Indianapolis Olympians. Yeah, that's yeah, actually a bad. sick not name. Bad. I like yeah. that. The, Olymp- oh, the other one you missed is the Tri Cities Blackhawks. That's is that because is it Chicago as well? No, like that, well, that becomes Atlanta Hawks. Does it? Yeah. Oh, I've got plenty of stories. About All right. This. Well, I'll let you go. You seem pretty keen on your Denver Nuggets story. I'll well, you- yeah. So the interesting one about the Denver Nuggets because I had this exact same thought. I was like, what? That doesn't make sense. Because then I looked up the Denver Nuggets history, and it turns out they don't start till the '60s or something or other. So I was like, well, they were here in '49. How does that work? Right now, so the interesting story about the Nuggets. Let me find it. Um, is that? Oh, no. Oh, he's lost in the shirt. Oh, no. He's lost. Where's he done okay. it? Okay. The Nuggets that was in the earlier ones was a was a different Nuggets than the ones that were in the ABA-NBA merger. So the ABA-NBA merger happened in 1976, not 1949. Mm-hmm. So the, the Nuggets that came from the ABA-NBA merger were actually the Denver Rockets, right? But because when they merged in in 1976, they couldn't be the Rockets because Houston were already the Rockets. So they then had to take the name of the Denver Nuggets. They obviously, I think that was probably a heritage kind of thing. They were kind of like, well, there was a Denver Nuggets that existed in the NBA back in um, mm-hmm. 1949. But that team actually disbanded in... Uh, a year previous. Well, no, that yeah, a, yes, a year previous year. Some <laughs> at some point along the way, they disbanded. So. I will say that's pretty interesting, and I mean, that's you'd look at it and go, oh wow, they've been around forever. There, you know, look, look how long their heritage has been around. But I guess not. Yeah, I mean, look, they they obviously played a little bit in the ABA, so they probably yeah. did have a. They, they were one of the most successful teams. There was there was uh, we'll get to that, but there were four teams that were pretty successful that came across from the ABA in '76. But let's just backtrack a bit back to, um, so we had, so there was 17 teams in 1949 mm-hmm. when they started. Um, as you, as we spoke about, there's a few that ring a few bells in there, the names. But that that then dropped down to eight teams within six years of the, of the NBA yeah. in 1955. And it was a largely result of the NBL teams struggling in that market. They were just too small. The towns were too small and they just couldn't handle it. So it just dropped down significantly. So the eight teams from 1955 onwards... And then that lasted until 1961 with the Philadelphia Warriors, the Boston Celtics, the Syracuse Nationals, the New York Knicks, Fort Wayne Pistons, Minneapolis Lakers, St. Louis Hawks, and Rochester Royals. So they're teams that are pretty much still around, these eight. Mm. So that's basically, if you think about, we talk about the history of expansion, we're talking about from this point onwards, right? So this is where the, the eight starting teams let's call it the starting eight teams of the nba and i will say that when we do get to, like obviously the the aba merger as well that's when lots of historians count that as like that's obviously the start and anything before that is pre in a whole different category yeah exactly now so the chicago packers 
They joined in 1961. But according to the website that I was using, that is not <laughs> considered the first expansion um, because it didn't have an expansion draft. It was just added to the competition. Now, I then had to go do research into what the hell is an expansion draft. And I don't know if you want to tell me about this, but I did find out the rules of an expansion draft. Do you like expansion draft? I like the idea of them. It's really... It seems like such an American thing, doesn't it? So... For, for those not in the know, I mean, you probably will know, um, the Sher- and for the Sherpa, so teams, now teams can protect, I think it's only eight players, back then you could protect more, possibly, I don't know, I know that it's it's a number normally between eight and kind of 14. Yeah, it's definitely um, eight at the moment. So. Yeah, so, and what happens is you can protect those players and they cannot be drafted. So, but anybody not protected can be drafted. They all go into a pool and the expansion team, normally two come in at the same time, or I guess one, and they just pick the guys they want. Um, and guys can be unprotected for many reasons. They're not really valued at their current their current role. Maybe their salary outweighs any benefit and the team is trying to get off that salary. Um, or they're just someone they've been trying to move on for a while. Do you find this interesting? Yeah, I mean, the, the NBA draft, Confuses the shit out of me anyway. Yeah. Like, I, I, I mean, yeah. I, I find it interesting, but I think I still need to do almost... A, maybe that can be my next bit of homework, is understanding yeah, the, the NBA draft. draft. yeah. Because it does. It blows my mind. I mean, I'm I, obviously working in the AFL. I understand a draft system, but I do feel like there's so much more to the NBA draft than there is in the AFL. You should see the, you should see the NFL draft. It's like seven yeah. rounds over like two days. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, and, and the other thing is obviously the expansion team's not bound by the salary cap as well and all this other crazy stuff so um, it yeah there's obviously a lot of rules to it and it gets pretty intense but um, but Chicago Packers did not get one so they just unlucky boys yeah. unlucky. that was 61 so then the first true expansion team are my boys the Chicago Bulls <laughs> in 1966 because they were the first expansion draft so that happened in 66, and then we had 21 other teams join from between 66 and 2004. That's insane. Yeah. That's so, like a team every two years or something. Do you want me to do the math? Is that quick math? <laughs> it sounds about right. 20 teams into what? Less than 40 years? Just under 40 years? Yeah, so you're four, just under 40 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't fucking count for me. It's pretty quick. Sherpa, when, when we're looking for something to Google, I'll hit up you. When we're looking for something to count, I'm not hitting you up. That's it. So, um, in the 60s, um, the NBA was going through that growth spurt and adding new teams. But during that time, the rival popped up, which was the ABA. And they lasted from 67 to 76. And in 76, we've just spoke about it, that merged with the NBA. Okay. Now, the ABA was known for its constant relocation of teams and its fluidity. So it may maybe that's where the heritage comes from. This this thing that I'm un, I'm so unfamiliar with mm. this this ability for them to just chop and change all over the time. Now we spoke about the Denver Nuggets before, or the Denver Rockets that became the Nuggets. Um, but in '76, when they merged, there were four teams, the two the four biggest teams that kind of came with with them from the ABA to the NBA, and they were the New York Nets, the Indiana Pacers, the Nuggets, and the San Antonio Spurs. They were the four big teams. Now two other teams disbanded. And they just accepted money and went, yeah, whatever, we're out. Um, but there's one really interesting one. And this is actually, I actually heard this story before because a, um, a former, a, a guy who used to work with me in my current company, he actually knew the um, owner of this. This guy's been raking in the money from this deal. So one team at, at the time of that merger um, ended up getting one of the best deals in history. So the Spirits of St. Louis, right? Um, 
they they announced before the season they're relocating and they're going to, going to become the Utah Rockies, but they wanted to join the NBA, and the NBA didn't want to take on five teams, so they had to reach a bargain because they only wanted yep. four. So the Rockies they had to disband, but they received a fifth of the TV revenue that the four teams joining the NBA received. So it's estimated that the Rockies' ownership, and this is the guy that my ex-colleague knew, <laughs> has received close to $300 million in TV revenue since 1975. So that so they for, get for all that money nothing. and they don't have to put any product out no, on the floor. No, it's unbelievable. Is it just auto-renew? Does every TV dealer get more money? Uh, I mean, yeah, because they, they, they are technically still... They, they are still a body. So they if they really wanted to... They could keep trying to put forward their name yes. and stuff. They own. They own one. Of, this is this like is a one license. Of the other, they, they own, own a license. license. Yeah. They own a license of the NBA. They just don't have a team to play under that license. You wouldn't fucking bother, would you? Give no. me three hundred mil. I'll just watch the game all day. It's fucking incredible. I just think it's fascinating. <laughs> That's I've never heard that story before. Really? He, yeah. I don't know how much he knew what was doing. Probably like, yeah, I get get a couple of grand out of this. It'll be all right. Yeah. Side yeah. hustle. Oh, oh my. God. It would be, he's retrospective looking back at this guy is one of the best things I've ever done. That would be incredible. Um, now, again, I don't know how much you want to go through this, but I've got, I couldn't go through the list of actual relocated teams, but we can, or we can just pinch hit and find some really interesting ones. Yeah. Um, I'll bring that up in the background, but what I will mention is that sort of the kind of the two most recent ones, or I guess the most, the most recent big one that we found um, was in 09. That's really the massive last change that we had, which was the Seattle Supersonics. And that was after 41 years of being the Seattle Supersonics, they became the Oklahoma Thunder, largely a result of um, the owner. Um, so financial problems exasperated by the failure to provide funds for a new arena in Seattle resulted in the Supersonics being sold to Clay Bennett in 06. And um, he, he... Who said he would not move it, by the way. Do not trust him. Exactly. Who concealed the intention of moving the team to Oklahoma. So, and, and that's kind of... It's kind of what you mentioned earlier as well, right? Is it's where it's like, oh, well, um, when why would we keep our heritage when this guy clearly just wanted to cut ties? And yeah. And he was actually pretty shitty with Seattle. Well, he still has the Seattle um, heritage. They still have all those records and the mm. tie. But... No, no link to it in no, the yeah, name. But no there's, link there's, to it in any... The they don't Se- want The that. Seattle greats... Gary Payton and Sean Kemp have said they don't want their jerseys retired retired under OKC. They never played for OKC. They never mm. played in that city. Mm. But it's an interesting thing where I don't know if you'll you'll get to it in your research. I haven't seen this, but when the Hornets and the Bobcats change names, I, I saw it. I haven't. Yeah. Um, so about, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you go. The Bo- so they used to be the Charlotte Hornets, and then they moved to New Orleans. They were the New Orleans Hornets, and then the Charlotte Bobcats came to be about um yep so you can see down there on your little list they were they, <laughs> the the bobcats the bobcats came around and then eventually uh they wanted their history and their name back because it made sense right like mm. you had two charlotte histories it was weird so they gave him the they gave him the hornets and they gave him the history back and then new orleans became the pelicans <laughs> oh, so much history there <laughs> yeah so the pelicans <laughs> Yeah, it's it's crazy. Like there's, uh, as you can see, people just don't want to. Um, you know, it's like if there's if there's bad blood there, it just seems like they kind of push it aside. Where it's just so different to what I'm used to. So so that was kind of the big one, and then obviously there was the Brooklyn Nets, which I actually didn't know they were called the Brooklyn Nets. I've always yeah. thought they were the New York Nets. I don't know why, but I always really? thought, and that's not been the case since um, the New York Nets was the New York Nets were well, they were New Jersey in between. 
from, well, since the a, since the ABA, they were. Yeah, I do have that somewhere. Hang on. So they were. Um, no, I don't have it anywhere. But I do know that they were. Yeah, they kind of went. They went up and down. They became New Jersey, and then they became. Well, they were New York Nets, and they became New Jersey Nets, and then they obviously start. They um, in two thousand eleven. They became the um, new well, 2012 Brooklyn, Brooklyn Nets, Nets but, that, but I think 2011 was when Jay Z, who's apparently a minor minority, minority owner, yeah. um, he got them their stadium built in Brooklyn. Do you want to? It's a great stadium, by yeah, yeah. Do you want to know a funny story about them? They almost changed their name in the early 2000s to what? To the New Jersey Swamp Dragons. Oh, that's terrible. So the owner. Um, like he really wanted he liked all the cartoony logos that like other sports mm. were having like Swamp Dragons yeah and he convinced the league to have like a vote on it and they needed all they needed a unanimous vote to change the name he was the only one to vote no after getting cold feet everyone said yeah if you want to change it change it so thank fuck he said no <laughs> otherwise you'll get the uh, New Jersey Swamp Dragons yeah um, the only uh, the, the, the really this I don't know if you even count this as a relocation or whatnot. Wikipedia does but they consider that the um, Toronto Raptors becoming the Tampa Toronto Raptors during COVID. Yeah, I don't count that. I don't count that. I don't think so. No. No. It's a nice try. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. So, I think we'll consider the the Brooklyn Nets as the most recent. Um, So, the most moves, which is interesting off the back of your podcast, because I believe this is one of the teams that's up for for potentially relocating now again or something, or wasn't the Kings... Isn't there talk about the Kings moving? Oh, there's been talks about the Kings moving for a few, a few times. Um, but they recently got a new arena. It was the Sleepy Train Arena, if you listen to I last week. I listen to this, yeah. Um, yep. they, they were talked to move to Seattle for a while, but they, they had a new owner and he, he forked out for a new stadium. So it looks like they're okay. locked in for a little bit. Well, they've moved the most times. They've moved four times yep. over, their, over their career. But the Wizards have had a shitload of name changes and, and movements. So they've probably had the most changes over the duration of the entire NBA. So there was one name change after their first year. So they went from the Packers to the, the Chicago Packers to the Chicago Zephyrs. What do you think of that? The what the fuck is a Zephyr? I actually could not tell you. Do you want a shirt for me whilst I keep going? Oh, reversal. I like this. <laughs> so isn't it a Zephyr? No, it's a Zeppelin. I don't know. I really don't know what a Zephyr is. A Zephyr is a soft, gentle breeze. Oh, you can man. do away with... What is a... Fo- so... <laughs> <laughs> What is that? Now you got to Google the other thing. What is that? Okay, so for, so a zephyr has been defined to us by Sherping as either one, a soft, gentle breeze, or two, a fine cotton gingham. I do not know what a gingham is. I will be Sherping as gingham. Gingham? I mean, it's gingham's worse. <laughs> a gilgam quilt cover. Oh my god. A pattern of fabric. Okay, it's horrific. What's worse, a light breeze? And so a gingham is. Let's listen to how he pronounces. This is good audio, mate. Okay, I don't think that's gonna work. I so don't... maybe I'll maybe I'll I'll add that in retrospectively. Ready? I'm gonna do it now. Gingham. Uh, we don't know right now what <laughs> it was, but but you guys will know how to pronounce the gingham or gingham. Um. So <laughs> what? Uh. Oh mate, that's horrendous! <laughs> I just done me in. It's rattled me. <laughs> right, so so the Zephyrs or the Chicago Ginghams, um, they they were from sixty two to sixty three. They were the Chicago. A Zephyrs. year too long. A year too long, really. <laughs> yep. And then they moved to Baltimore, and that's when yeah. they became the Baltimore Bullets, and they were there for ten years. Then they moved to the capital, which I assume is where they still are, because yes. that's where Washington is. 
um, and they became the Capital Bullets for a year, 73 to 74, so they kept that Bullets name. Then in 74 to 97, they were the Washington Bullets, and then in 97 till now, for some reason, they went from... Oh, actually, no, I did. I'll look this up. Do you want to know why? I know why. Yeah, because of the gang violence in the yeah. streets of Washington. Which I've never really associated Washington with. Grom- yeah, there's a lot, a lot going. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot going on there. But I like the. I, I don't like the name change to the Wizards. No, nah. But I do get it. I you get it. I will say it. I like the capital. Capital. capital I like that capital. Capital Wizards. No, that doesn't work. Washington Wizards works better because it's got the capital Zephyrs. Oh, fucking <laughs> do me, Washington Zephyrs. The the capital Gingham. Capital Gingham. Gingham. Whichever one you However you actually pronounce I don't know. That is just... I cannot believe... I'm more rattled by that than any of this expansion. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, like wrapping up very quickly. We're going to go. Teams that have moved but kept their franchise name. So Fort Wayne Zolna Pistons. So they moved but they came, became the Detroit Pistons. Philadelphia Warriors became the Golden State Warriors. San Diego Rockets became the Houston Rockets. Minneapolis Lakers became the Los Angeles Lakers. Vancouver Grizzlies became the Memphis Grizzlies. And the New Orleans Jazz became the Utah Jazz. So that's seven teams that have kept their heritage, but yeah. moved cities completely. Well, I don't know if they actually keep the heritage, but they kept the name. They kept the history. They kept yeah. the history, yeah. So this is just a random side point. Again, don't know if you want to go through any of those. I've got other ones that changed their name, and we can go through that list if you really want to, but we probably don't need to. <laughs> um, the most successful disbanded team, the Chicago Stags. So they played for four seasons between 46 and 50, and they had a 61.2% win percentage. That's pretty good. Yeah. Right? That's all right, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It blows my mind. It's like, you know, you're doing well, but I guess if you've got monetary problems or something, you just yeah, don't make it. you can have all the championships you want, but if yeah, you can't well, afford they anything... they didn't, ah, but the Chicago Stags, despite having a 61.2% percentage, did not win a championship. There was only one team that's been disbanded that's won a premiership, and it was the Baltimore Bullets, which I've just realized doesn't make sense, because in my previous... Statement. Is it a different Bullets or is it the it might, same Bullets? Uh, it probably is a different Bullets. Probably a very similar situation a, to the Nuggets yeah. because it was in. Uh, they won the ABL in 46 and then they won the NBA in 48 over the Philadelphia Warriors. So, um, yeah. So, uh, it probably was an early one. They probably disbanded and then when... When, when they Chicago moved from, from moved. the Zephyrs to Baltimore, <laughs> yeah. they kept the, the Baltimore name. Yeah. yeah. And that, my friend, is my Sherping for the week. Wow. That has exhausted me. That's fantastic Sherping. I always love when you come on. You always always teach me something new. Have a nap now because I can't contribute anything to your top five points around the league. Look, I think before we touch on any top five points around the league, and between you and I, it's probably closer to three. I will. uh, I suggest we go take a break and we take a lie down for those at home. We have a special announcement. Please stay tuned to hear the latest from a new sponsor. Support for the 5th and Dribble podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. Who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming? Manscaped. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 7 million men worldwide who trusted Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code 5thND. That's 5-T-H-N-D at manscaped.com. If my math is correct... That's about 14 million balls. Speaking of ungroomed balls, Sherpa, how are you? Yeah, not great, mate. Um, I tried to put on a bit of a show for the missus over the weekend, and um, yeah, it was it was nasty. I got the old razor for the face out, put it on my downstairs region, nicked. Not good. Blood everywhere. 
Well, the performance package 4.0 has arrived, my friend, and man, is it a game changer. Shit. What's inside that? Inside this package, you'll find the Lawn Mower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, and Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag for you to hold all your stuff. What's this lawnmower thing? Well, first off, my friend, the Lawnmower 4.0. This trimmer is the future of grooming, and I dare say the greatest ball trimmer ever. The fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents, and thanks to, a, to their advanced skin safe technology, the Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and also has a 4000K LED spotlight in case you need a more precise shave. Jeez, I wish I had this the other day. Oh, that sounds awesome. Can I use it in the shower? I won't get electrocuted or anything. Mate, because the trimmer is waterproof, you can say goodbye to the mess on the bathroom floor. Oh, jeez. Oh, again, wish I could have used this last week. But wait, you thought that was good, and you want to take your grooming game even further to the next level? The Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer. That helps reduce nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate nose holes. Jeez, that'll help with this hideous monstrosity of a moustache I've got on my face right now. I'll tell you what will also help, mate. Their Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner will change the way you approach your hygiene routine. Trust me when I say this, your balls will thank you. Yeah, I can't wait to give that a crack. i got some pretty stinky balls. <laughs> well, Manscaped even threw in two free gifts in their Performance Package 4.0. The Manscaped Boxes and Shed Travel Bag. Bring your comfort and boxes to another level. It's time to take care of yourself, so go to manscaped.com and get 20% off plus free shipping with your code, 5th and D. That's 5-T-H-N-D. All right, thanks again to Manscaped, keeping me nice and smooth. I'm looking forward to trying those things out. Mate, I'm, I'm looking forward to you trying those things out. <laughs> All right, as, as touched on before, welcome back, and we're going to go into top five points that have been rounded down to three. We're running close to time. These ones where we're not a whole family, we always end up doing them a bit quicker. So what I'm going to touch on, Maddie, and this is going to be a lot of me talking to me, and me talking to those at home. You tell me if you need me to shut. You need me to okay? So I'm going to touch on, there's a couple of boys back. Some boys back in town, and those boys go by the name of Ben Simmons and Clay Thompson. They killed it today, uh, or yesterday for those listening at home, Movie Magic. Uh, ben Simmons had 22, 8, and 5, shooting 11 from 13 from the field. It was unbelievable. Um, Kevin Durant said he's not excited. He expects this from Ben Simmons. I think that's actually a weirdly good leadership move from Kevin Durant there, not known for the leadership moves. Said the other day, have you seen my team? How am I expected to win? So that was a nice turnaround. <laughs> have you heard this? He goes, no. you go, he goes you've got me, uh, Nick Claxton. You've got... Joe Harris, he starts naming all the starters. How do you expect me to win? And no. he's like, no. Dis-. He starts off no disrespect to these guys, and then says it. It's like if someone ever says no disrespect, the wildest yeah. shit in the world is about to be said. But um, yeah, no, it was a great game, and yeah, it's just the set. Yeah, yeah. It's go. the seventh time Ben Simmons, Irving, Kevin Durant have played together, and I mean, this has always been the caveat with this team. If, if they can all play together, put some minutes together and hit that potential, they're going to be a good team. They're going to be a playoff team. They've had some issues. Kyrie Irving, um, go and do what Kyrie Irving's going through. Don't really want to touch on that. Um, there's been a few tweets today that showed a, a few players kind of agree with his standpoint. So we'll leave that. We might touch on that later in the week if we feel so. 
Um, but yeah, no, he's back. 22, 8 and 5 was a great game. Um, he looked good. He looked good. I've always said he just needed he just needed the game to slow down for him. He's coming off a pretty big injury and, and a long time not playing. Um, so it was nice to see him back. And the other boy that's back is Clay Thompson. At 41 points and 10 from 13 three-pointers. This was fucked. Like, Clay Thompson has shot... He hadn't shot over 30% from three all year. And then he just drops a 40-burger on him. Yeah, he um he looked great. Steph played well as well. I think he had about thirty three, um, but he was finding Clay. They were just feeding him, and he had pretty he, in the first quarter, he had twenty points, um, and who, I completely blanked on who they played against. They only had twenty. Might have been the Jazz. If you just look at who played today, the Rockets. It was the Rockets. So end of the first, it was Houston twenty eight, Golden State forty, um, and just before that, it was. Houston had 21 points and Clay had 20. So huge game from Clay. He's going to be the missing piece in bringing back um, Golden State. So if he can put a few more of these games together, I think that's going to really help their rotation, give their young guys a little bit of a break. Um, so yeah, it was great to see. And the last point, because I told you it was... Oh, actually, it'll be four. It'll be four. It looks like there's four on this list. <laughs> oh yeah, I've just seen what the last yeah, point is. So, I'm impressed. So, so the third point is the Kings. We touched on the Kings a little bit in the Thursday show. Um, it's been really fun watching them kind of play with house money and actually win. Um, they they have scored the most. They're scoring the most points this season since the nineteen forty eight Nuggets. Oh, which Nuggets team was that one? Yeah, I think that was the uh, <laughs> the OG Nuggets. Yeah, when I wrote these notes, that, I didn't know this. The, the now disbanded Nuggets. Yeah. Thank you. So I guess yeah. If you're going back far enough to find disbanded teams, that's like... That's a bit of a concern. It's funny. It's because we talk about the history. 1948 Nuggets is like long enough for it to be a different team. Whereas Mm. in soccer, they're like already 100 years old. They've got like 100 years worth of... Like even AFL teams are like 50 years old by like the 40s. Mm. It's insane. But I mean, it is what it is. Um, So they're playing really well. They've They've won six straight. The first time since 04 and 05. You want to know now because I left out the number in my notes by accident. But I remembered that. I'm just nodding. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. So they're playing really well. It's fun to watch them. They're like the they're like the Hornets kind of last year. Just playing with house money. Having fun. And really enjoying each other's company and playing together, it seems like. And my last point, Sherpa. Specifically for you. Your Bulls are now 12th in the East. They're 6-10. and 10, And they've lost four straight. I was just I was just looking at the Warriors as as you were talking about it, and I was talking about them earlier in the year, going like, "Oh, how, why are they so bad? What's happened?" And obviously, you've just talked about them having this bit of a resurgence, and you know, you knew it was coming. But yeah, I looked at them, and they've got they've gone they've gone eight nine, and I looked at the Bulls, and I thought the Bulls had started okay, and it has just dropped right off. Yeah, the NBA does that. If you if you have a bad week, especially early in the year, you can just drop. And I mean, and that's how teams get in ruts, right? Like you have a bad couple of games, so you've got a bad week, and then it's kind of like, shit, we've got to try something, and you start getting funky with it, and it just compounds, and you just end up doing worse. Right, so tell me, give me your breakdown. Why are we so shit? The players on the other team have more skill. <laughs> nah, I think they've been injured a bit. They've lost Lonzo, and I mean, this team was riding so high last year, um, especially at the start, but they just... I love Demar. He had a resurgent year last year. He's still playing well this year. Having him or Zach Levine as your number one guys, they're not that upper tier superstar. So I think you kind of get stuck at this really low ceiling. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 
fingers crossed they can um, turn it around at some point because I would like to um, actually enjoy watching a bit of the basketball. <laughs> yeah, I think they will. You sit tight. And as you said, we'll keep you up to date on Bulls Watch. You're doing, you're doing a lot yourself, but we'll, uh, we'll keep you there. But I think that might wrap up our show for today. Just, and just not- one last final thing, just because you've still got it on the screen and it's been staring at me for the last five, ten minutes. Uh, we were talking about these Swamp Dragons and the cartoons that you put up there. And you know what? The more I look at it, the more it, the more it, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm coming across to the idea. You're coming across. <laughs> Maybe we'll get you to do a Swamp Dragons deep dive next okay. week as a part two. Because some, I mean, that, that picture looks all right. You could definitely do that one. Yeah, I don't mind But it. some of these other jerseys are tough. That's what we'll get you to do. We'll okay. get you to do a Swamp Dragons deep dive. Tell us what really happened. How that, how that sausage got made. So you tell us that. <laughs> but um, speaking of sausages, don't forget to head to manscaped.com. <laughs> And get, that was alright, oh, no, wasn't that was it? Good. And you get twenty percent off and free shipping with the code fifth and D. That's five T H N D at manscaped.com. Um, unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. And we'll see you in the next one.